You are listening to the Cleveland Guardians FanCast, a podcast for fans of the Cleveland baseball team, hosted by Quincy Wheeler. Cleveland Guardians Fancast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler. You can find us at Guardian Fancast on Twitter. Email me at Quincy at GuardiansFancast.com. Please remember to like, subscribe, rate, and review as we continue to get you through this difficult and long off season, as usual, but exacerbated by the fact that we're in the middle of a lockout and we don't get any even get any baseball news. Well, so one baseball news item that we've received recently, as I mentioned in the last podcast, are the Zips projections for the Cleveland Guardians for 2022. So just so you know, uh, there are a couple different projection systems that come out. Steamer and Zips are the primary ones that are available on Fangraphs for anyone to look at for free. So you can look at those lists and kind of see what is projected for different players for the coming season based on their uh, prior season stats, their peripherals. So even if they didn't have a great year, maybe they had um, they hit the ball hard. It just went directly to a defender. Uh, they got unlucky as pitchers. You know they gave up a above average home run rate for whatever reason, and that'll probably stabilize over time. So projections kind of help you see what you should expect a given player to produce. So based on those projections, I wanted to talk a little bit about what plans the Guardians might make to enhance the team in the the uh, coming season. So one of the things that should definitely happen, in my opinion, is that the Guardians need to move Ahmed Rosario off of second. Andres Jimenez, as I mentioned, uh, Jimenez got a great projection of 2.4 war to play second, but that would just get even better if you'd move him over to short where he's a better defender than Ahmed and Ahmed can play second. I think that's fine. So if the Guardians don't trade Ahmed Rosario, they really need to move him over to second and try to make that work and have Jimenez play short or even have Jimenez play short and Gabriel Arias, who's projected for two war, come up and play second or, or short. E- either way, and Jimenez play second. And Rosario can be an outfielder. He can be a, a platoon player because Rosario's main strength is that he can hit left-handed pitching. I don't suspect that's going to happen, but I don't see why Rosario couldn't play second base. It should be fine for him to play there. I admittedly, I don't know, you know, it could be the Guardians are talking to Rosario and he's like, I just don't feel comfortable at second. It's just not going to really going to work for me there. So they're going to make it work for him at short, but he's just not a good defensive shortstop. So he doesn't give you as much value as possible. Whereas at second base, his defensive limitations should be less of an issue there. So that's the first thing that I would do if I were the Guardians. The Outfield situation, um, you know, center field's fine with straw, 2.3 wins. That's solid. 
Um, the two corner outfield spots right now are projected to be Quan and Mercado and Zimmer, Nolan Jones, and Josh Naylor. And both of those spots are getting close to producing two wins, which is much better than it has been in the past for this team. But it's just not quite enough. You still need to add an outfielder or two. My preference would be to try to add two outfielders. But looking at this list, the biggest issues for the offense uh, are actually first base, where Zips has Bradley, Bobby Bradley and Yu Chang producing basically one win, and catcher where Austin Hedges and Sandy Leone are producing 0.2 wins. So it seems like first base and catcher would be the primary places where the team needs to uh, improve. And if they did that and also upgraded one outfield spot, it should be fine. So that's an option, and that's an option I was trying to think about yesterday. The best first baseman who should be available via trade is Matt Olson. Matt Olson from the A's is a gold glove first baseman. He also is a great hitter. He's also the kind of hitter that you can rely on in your lineup. Uh, So, for example, for next year, he's projected for 140 WRC+, and he should be good for that. He's also, as I said, a great defender, and he's the kind of guy who's going to walk a lot, strikes out a good bit, but not, not as much as a lot of great first basemen. Um, so this is the guy who's going to be available in a trade. He's going to be the guy that a lot of people are targeting. But if the Guardians are willing to give up somebody who's got some value in the majors right now, as well as some top prospects, they can get in this game to get Matt Olson, and they can afford to pay him. I mean, he's, his contract is not out of this world, Um, So they can afford to pay him, and he would absolutely stabilize their lineup. I know my friend Scott Brady, who was on the podcast, has been talking about Matt Olson for a while, and uh, so he's been on the front of that train as well as the Seiya Suzuki, who's an outfielder from Japan that I would also be interested in. Um, And I've got to say, I think that makes a lot of sense. Matt Olson is arbitration in uh, his final couple years of arbitration coming up. So he's under team control through 2023. He just solidifies the middle of your lineup. You put him there at two or three in the lineup. Um, and suddenly, you know, your lineup looks a ton better. Like the guardians are a threat with Matt Olson there. So I'm just saying, Hey, go get him and make it happen. Do whatever it takes to get him from Oakland. If you don't, end up making the best offer somebody else has prospects and players they like better fine but just do everything you can to get them i think a backup plan as i mentioned before on our black fridays deals would be josh bell josh bell is under control for one year from the washington nationals projected for 120 wrc plus he can probably play some left field a little bit So you get him at first base and left field. You can then work Bobby Bradley in a little bit. You can work Yu Chang there a little bit. But he would really solidify things. You're going to have to give Washington probably a better prospect for Bell so that they'll cover a little bit more of his contract because he's owed about $10 million next year, and I don't think the Guardians are going to want to pick that up, although they certainly could. So I think that's a good backup plan. 
also mentioned that Anthony Rizzo is available in first as a first baseman in free agency, and he's got a you know a great projection as well of 122 WRC plus and two and a half wins. That would be great. I don't see the team making that move, but it's an, a move that would be available and possible for them. So those are some names, and I think that. The, the Zips projection shows us that, hey, you know, going to the season, just going with Bobby Bradley and uh, Yu Chang and Josh Naylor and maybe Nolan Jones playing first base isn't ideal. I think that's still probably what the Guardians are going to do, and I think they'll probably end up upgrading the outfield with a trade and maybe a lower-level free agent signing instead of upgrading first base. But I'm here to publicly advocate for let's just go get Matt Olson because that changes the whole lineup and basically the whole complexion of this team. So I hope that during this lockout, the Guardians front office is doing everything they can to think about how can we get Matt Olson? He's the one that would absolutely change the outlook of this team. So as I said, another spot where they're going to upgrade is for sure at least one outfield position. And my preference, as I mentioned before, is that they would go and sign Michael Conforto because you can probably get Michael Conforto on a one-year deal. There's nothing, a one-year deal is not going to break the Dolan's bank. Just pay whatever it takes to get him here so that he can prove himself on a one-year deal. Maybe you can get him even on a two-year deal, but probably a one-year deal. I would be willing to go more of the years than that, but I just don't think the Dolans are going to, and I think Conforto might just want to prove himself for a year. So I would I would make that happen, and that really solidifies your lineup as well with Olsen and Conforto in the lineup. Everything looks different. I mean, this looks like a playoff team if you get both of those guys in the lineup. So I just would love to see them make that kind of move. Um, if, you, if you don't get Conforto, then there are some guys available in free agency um, there's your Jock Petersons, there's your Tommy Fams, there's your Corey Dickersons, there's your Andrew McCutcheons. These are guys that are not going to transform your lineup and make you a playoff team, but they're guys who are going to provide more than what you have. So I could see them making those kind of free agency moves. And if they do one of those kind of moves, then I would suspect that they're also going to try to make a trade for someone like a Jesse Winker or an Ian Happ. Now, I'll note that Ian Happ didn't get a great projection from Zips. So he's looking at a little bit under two wins as an outfielder uh, from Zips. And Steamer doesn't really love him there either. Looking for just around two wins as well. And so if you're looking at Jesse Winker or Ian Happ, just... Be aware that Ian Happ's probably not going to transform your lineup. And, he, and, and Winker, again, cannot hit left-handed pitching. So he's going to absolutely crush right-handed pitching, and that might be enough. He's also a terrible defender, just a terrible defender. And so you have to figure out how you're going to make that work. But if you want somebody in your lineup who's just going to destroy most of the pitchers you face, which is right-handers, Jesse Winker is your guy there. So, again, those are the names that I'd be really keeping my eye out for for the outfield. Um, again, maybe that there's a possibility you could get Brian Reynolds from the Pirates if you're willing to pay with a lot of prospects. And that's a guy who really kind of transforms your lineup and gives you four wins there. And even though Zips didn't necessarily think that Brian Reynolds is necessarily going to produce the offensive performances that he has, 
he's still going to be reliable enough to be the guy who can hit in the middle of your order and you can trust him there. So those are some names to watch out for. I think if you get Matt Olson and Michael Conforto, then you feel more than confident to have the other spot in your outfield be some combination of Stephen Kwan, Oscar Mercado, Bradley Zimmer, Josh Naylor. You, you feel like, hey, you can make that work. And Oscar Mercado is your guy who's going to hit left-handed pitching, and you can trust him there as that short side of the platoon. And then you have your other left-handed hitter, Quan Zimmer or Josh Naylor, maybe even Nolan Jones, to hit the right-handed pitching and be the strong side of the platoon. I would feel more than confident going into the season with one of those outfield positions manned by the guys we already have on hand. Plus you have Richie Palacios coming up. You even have George Valera, who might be knocking on the door in the majors by the end of the year. And you can look to upgrade at the July trade deadline if need be. So I th- I think that'd be fine, but you need to try to get somebody like a Conforto, like a Winker, probably like a Hap, to be able to really uh, feel better about that other outfield position. So finally, taking a look at catcher, this is the one where it's most complicated for me to figure out what the heck the Guardians are going to do, because a lot of the catching availability has been filled from Tucker Barnhart to Jacob Stallings. They've been traded They've found their new teams. So I kind of look through the catching lists, and if you don't go to kind of the the lower levels of things where you're just kind of looking for guys that are hanging around AAA that are pretty exchangeable, that are available all the time if you just give any sort of deal that a team might be interested in, I think that looking at Toronto makes a lot of sense because Toronto has basically four catchers. They have Reese McGuire, Alejandro Kirk, Uh, Moreno and Danny Jansen and so any of those players should be available at the right price from the uh, Blue Jays to play catcher. Now um, I would think that the Guardians might want to try to see if they can get Reese McGuire from the Blue Jays. Um, He is right now their backup catcher but Alejandro Kirk is a great hitter, not a great fielder, but not terrible either. It's kind of up in the air about whether he's going to be able to stick at catcher, and it feels like the Blue Jays are probably going to want to give him as much time as they can. So Danny Jansen would be their starter, and Alejandro Kirk is going to be their backup. I think uh, Gabriel Marino is also hanging around, and he can also be a backup catcher. So if you get Reese McGuire, that's a 26-year-old catcher who is going to pre- be projected to put up 81 WRC+, plus, which isn't great, but it's about 40 points higher than Austin Hedges. He's the kind of guy that 80 range, you feel pretty confident about having that catcher in your lineup most of the time. He's also a good defender, and you know that's very important to the Guardians. He's going to put up above average numbers as a framer behind the plate and as a guy preventing uh, runs from coming across by playing good defense. So if I were the Guardians, I'd see what you could do to get Reese McGuire away from the Blue Jays. I'd feel pretty good about him and Hedges being your catcher. Not great, but pretty good. Now, if the Guardians really want to upgrade at catcher, then you're look. You know, they could also look at trying to get Alejandro Kirk 
who's kind of a bowling ball of a player. He's only 23 years old, and he's really going to hit. The question is whether or not he's going to field. So you could say, well, Austin Hedges is our fielder, and this guy is just going to give us an offensive boost when we need him. He can We can pinch hit him for Austin Hedges in a crucial situation, and he's going to be here forever. Or maybe he might stick a catcher. Maybe it might work out. So if you want to spend more and give up more prospects, then you could try to go for somebody like that. There's a couple other players who are like offense-only catchers. William Contreras from Atlanta. He's not a great def- great offensive player, but he's in the 90 area. And Cooper Hummel also as well from Arizona. And both of those players probably would be available at the right price to be a backup catcher on your team. Uh, Hummel is 27, so he'd be cheaper uh, to acquire. Contreras is only 23. It's a little bit more expensive, but probably not out of this world. Um, again, if you're like, well, Austin Hedges is covering offense, we just need a player who can provide a little bit with his bat. Those are some moves you can look at making. Another couple of players to think about would be, of course, Wilson Contreras, who's been talked about over and over from the Cubs. He's only under control for one year, and he's 29 years old, which is a little bit risky. Um, but he's a solid defender and a great hitter for a catcher, going to give you over 100 WRC+. Plus. So that could be somebody to look at. He had some hip issues, which kind of scared me last year. Um, But hey, if you want to do a rental deal, I just feel like the Guardians want to find at least one player who can be with the team for a little while because Hedges is only under control for this year. So you want somebody who can hang with the team for a little while, which makes sense to get Reese McGuire. Get Reese McGuire in the next year. By next year, Brian Lavastida should be able to come up and play in the majors, kind of get him working in and have Reese McGuire. That makes sense to me. Um, Also, another uh, guy to think about would be Tom Murphy from Seattle. Seattle has a couple other catchers. They could move on from Murphy, who's their backup catcher. Um, He's only under control through 2023. So again, that timeline works up pretty well. He could be around while Lavastita comes up. He's 30 years old. He's a solid defender, and he'll hit... Um, much better than Austin Hedges in that 80 to 90 WRC plus range. And then also Andrew Nisner. Um, I don't know if it's Nisner or Nisner, um, but he is 26 years old under control through 2025, and he plays for the Cardinals. The Cardinals have a few catchers that they're working out while uh, ending Yadier Molina's career. So you could um, possibly pry someone like him away from St. Louis for the right kind of deal. And we know that St. Louis and the Guardians have a decent chemistry between their front offices. Um, Seattle will trade anybody anytime, so you could probably get a trade done there. Atlanta and the Guardians have done some moves in the past. Again, Arizona, don't really know if they have any chemistry there. It doesn't seem like it. But definitely Toronto with Mark Shapiro being there, they are able to do some moves with the Guardians. So again, I would try, try to target Reese McGuire. So if you get Reese McGuire, if you get Matt Olson, which is the big one, and you sign Michael Conforto, man, that team looks so much better. That looks like a playoff team that compete with anybody in the division. Well, tell me what you think about these ideas and any other ideas that you might have as far as how to improve the team as we continue to think about it, as I'm sure the Guardians front offices, as they're not able to make any moves, hopefully they're going to be ready at the drop of a hat to make those moves once the lockout ends. Have a great day. Tomorrow we're going to talk to another great fan interview. And uh, as we come closer to Christmas, we'll look back at the 2021 season and the highlights of the season as we end the the, uh, year. 
This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. Music is provided by purpleplanet.com. That is purple-planet.com. Our intro song is purchased, licensed from pond5.com.